0: Coachella Valley Live, I'm John McMullen. Hey, it's Kevin Gillette here. Brian Mendoza. And we are pleased to welcome to the iHub Radio Live line, the spokesperson for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We're joined right now by Joan Boyko. Good morning, Joan. Good morning. Hey, Joan. How are you?
1: Hello. You know, shell shock like the rest of the world. What can I
0: say? Right. Well, schools uh, play a big uh, role, obviously, in our community, and with schools being shut down now at least until the beginning of May, I think there's a lot of people who are very concerned about what's going to happen in terms of our education system over the next couple of months. And the Palm Springs Unified School District, like many other districts, are uh, taking as many steps as possible, it seems, to be able to continue to serve the community. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on in the district and and how you're trying to keep things as normal as possible in the most unnormal of circumstances?
1: Sure. The biggest issue that we have is feeding our kids. We have nearly 90% of our student population qualifies for free and reduced lunch, Um, so they're socioeconomically disadvantaged, and we have uh, close to 22,000 students do the math. That's a lot of kids who, you know, quite honestly, that's how they eat all week is because they are provided with free breakfast and lunch. The numbers are so high in our district that we just do free breakfast and lunch for all students now. Wow. Because we have that many and are able to cover the cost because of um, the numbers. So So when you're not able to feed... Yeah, so when you're not able to feed those students, there's a big issue. We have taken our bus drivers who are not transporting students right now, and instead they're transporting student meals to all of our bus stops. And that's the first student bus drivers who, as I said, normally transport our kids. So we are bringing breakfast and lunch every weekday to all of the bus stops. And then out of our uh, 28 school sites, half of them are also... Uh, distributing breakfast and lunch packages through a drive-up service for two and a half hours every day
0: wow that's extraordinary
1: so I, i do have to say it uh everything changes and our goal is to continue to provide the service but i'm pretty confident that by next week the schedule will be different Joan, they just can't keep up this pace.
0: Yeah, I I I can only imagine uh how what kind of a strain that puts on on the system and and just how how are you communicating uh, you know when at your stop is the time to show up to get that breakfast?
1: So the we've pushed it out every which way we communicated electronically with all of our parents and what we did was we provided all of the site locations and times and also all of the bus stops and the times you do not have to go to your uh you know assigned bus stop any student within the Palm Springs Unified School District and the quite frankly, any student, period, can get a meal at any bus stop. It doesn't matter. So we've published the stops. They're on our website. We communicated it to all the parents. So you just show up, and it gives you a, a time as well. And, you know, within 10 or 15 minutes of that time, the bus will pull up, say how many meals do you need, and they get fed.
0: Right. And I know that your uh, superintendent also communicated with parents and uh, students in a video that was posted to YouTube. Maybe you could kind of paraphrase for us, uh, for those who may not have seen that, what was uh, communicated uh, by the superintendent of schools, uh, Dr. Sandy Lane.
1: Okay so well first of all the video is posted on the home page of our website as well as on our Facebook page all on the social media so they can see it directly but to to kind of paraphrase the key points it's uh basically to just try to reassure our families that we're here and we're going to do as much as we can do to continue to provide as many services as we can and of course that looks a whole lot different than it did before because we can't have people in our buildings and that that includes our own staff so we had to the close down our school sites but here at the district office we had to we have to minimize the number of people who are here and the distance between them because we're we have to look out for our employees as well, so that it just changes how everything's happening. Now, we are in the next few days, and parents were notified about this uh, last night as well, in the next few days, parents will be able to go to their child's site and pick up a Chromebook if they don't or if their students don't already have one, and most of them do.
0: I was going to ask then, you about that because yeah. because mo- a lot of the kids in the district do have Chromebooks and and when you do that, provided that of course there's going to be a concern about the digital divide here because some people are not fortunate enough to have internet service in their homes. But, ah,
1: but we're taking care of that as well. John. Really? Okay. We're providing hotspots to whoever doesn't have them now. I I have to say that it may we've ordered more, so if we don't have enough of them in house right now, just be a little patient. We should have them within the next 10 days.
0: So will you guys go to distance learning thing through being able to video stream classes and things like that?
1: So not for a while. I mean that that's that's kind of stage three of the rollout. Um, the first is just. Right now, we just have resources available um, that we've provided the parents with, kind of you know keep keep the minds active, keep kids busy doing right. things more than you know coloring in a book. I mean, right. you know, just kind just of Not just sitting relative. there watching TV then, or going out
0: and playing soccer.
1: Right, right. <laughs> and then and then the phase two will be more content that's relative to their own grade levels and. Um, our core content, so more, more relevant, I should say, and then as we go along, I mean, depending on how long this goes on, eventually, there will be, like, actual contact with teachers and using, and some teachers are already doing it, you know, they've already posted because they've been doing it, right. you know, in their classrooms, posting assignments for Google Classroom, and, you know, but it changes, you know, the way we're not going to be having kids getting graded on their assignments. That's not going to happen for a while, if at all. Yeah. The, uh, school, the rest of the school year. The governor did say the other night that he he thinks people should be prepared for the possibility of school being out until the end of the school year.
0: You know, I have a couple of friends who have seniors this year, um, uh, not mm-hmm. here in the local district, but but in other places. And, you know, and they're, of course, concerned not only because of making sure that their children have proper education to go on to the next step, but also there's going to be a lot of lost opportunity for young people who are, especially seniors who are graduating. This is a really important year for them. And, yeah.
1: and uh, that, that kind of sucks. It it sucks big time, you know. I mean, it, just our hearts are broken. Yeah. Like for our seniors, for our kids who work so hard to put on their spring musicals, you know, they were just about sure. to happen. And all of the academic competitions and, you know, recognitions for great attendance and great work, and we can't do any of that. Yeah. I, and d- we don't know exactly what it means as far as graduation requirements, but we do know that there are thousands of kids in the same boat and that, that you know, as long as they are on track to graduate before they should be able to graduate. Of course. It just won't be, it just won't be in the same manner as, as usual.
0: Yeah. These are extraordinary circumstances, but yeah. you know, I, I think, let me ask you to look kind of into the crystal ball here. I mean, Education, uh, like any uh, thing, has evolved over the years. I imagine that when we come out the other side of this, Joan, that we're going to have uh, a different vision about how we can educate people, even at the um, elementary, uh, middle, and senior high school levels. Uh, going forward, because we'll have gone through this experience and we'll probably be better prepared for similar circumstances in the future. I could see more distance learning for people who are in situations where they have to learn at home because of the things that will have to be instituted as a result of dealing with this crisis. Uh,
1: Well, and... and that's definitely true. I mean, we will be – I mean, after this, I think we'd just be prepared for anything. What, what? What else could there be, really? I mean, a big earthquake seems almost like – not as big of a deal as this is right you know what i mean because it's, it's I know. affecting everyone in the whole world i remember so,
0: sitting with you at a table yep. uh Me too. In, in a ballroom at uh at a hotel here in palm springs about 11 12 years ago yep. when we were at the very first california shakeout and we were all brought together by media and, and schools and first responders and utility companies and so on and so forth talking about the various scenarios if we had a like a 7.8 earthquake through here and and you know I think about that every year when they do that on that day and I'm like one day one meeting one exercise and we still don't get it all together and I'm I'm hopeful that because of something like this it really is going to be the wake-up call that that everybody in this country and really around the world needs to have because as we've been saying here, this is one set of circumstances where we really are all in this together.
1: Exactly. And I I if we have to be grateful for something, then it should be that we have the technology that will make it possible so that we don't have to be idle during this time. Yeah. In terms of because you know, yeah, you can make paper packets, but that only goes so far. But, you know, we're fortunate in that a good percentage of our kids have all already been issued a device yep. because we were using them already. So now we have to fill in the gaps, and we're able to do that. And so all of our kids, third grade through 12th grade, will have devices within the next two weeks if they don't already, and most of them do. Well, students and so in- we.
0: Students and parents alike should know the website address anyway, but for those who may not have it handy, would you please give the Palm Springs Unified School District website for us?
1: Yes, it's psusd.us, and uh, we'll keep the homepage current with everything that they need. There's mental health resources on there. There's the link to all the online activities for now and all of our updated messages. Joan,
0: thank you for joining us this morning.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Joan Boyko from the Palm Springs Unified School District with us on the iHub Radio Live line. This is Coachella Valley Live. I'm John McMullen. This is Kevin Joy. Brian Mendoza. We'll continue with more conversation.